0: Second Chronicles 24. Joash was seven years old when he became king, and he reigned forty years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Zibiah of Beersheba. Joash did what was right in the sight of the Lord all the days of Jehoiada the priest. Jehoiada took two wives for him, and he became the father of sons and daughters. Now it came about after this that Joash decided to restore the house of the Lord. He gathered the priests and the Levites and said to them, Go out to the cities of Judah, and collect money from all Israel, and repair the house of your God annually, and you shall do the matter quickly. But the Levites did not act quickly. So the king summoned Jehoiada the chief priest, and said to them, Why have you not required the Levites to bring in from Judah and from Jerusalem the levy fixed by Moses and the servants of the Lord on the congregation of Israel for the tent of testimony? For the sons of the wicked Athaliah had broken into the house of God, and even used the holy things of the house of the Lord for the balls. So the king commanded, and they made a chest, and set it outside by the gate of the house of the Lord. They made a proclamation in Judah and Jerusalem to bring to the Lord the levy fixed by Moses the servant of God on Israel in the wilderness. All the officers and all the people rejoiced and brought in their levies, and dropped them into the chest until they had finished. It came about whenever the chest was brought in to the king's officer by the Levites, and when they saw that there was much money, that the king's scribes and the chief priest's officer would come and empty the chest, take it, and return it to its place. Thus they did daily and collected much money. The king and Jehoiada gave it to those who did the work of the service of the house of the Lord, and they hired masons and carpenters to restore the house of the Lord, and also workers in iron and bronze to repair the house of the Lord. So the workmen labored, and the repair work progressed in their hand, and they restored the house of God according to its specifications, and strengthened it. When they had finished, they brought the rest of the money before the king in Jehoiada, and it was made into utensils for the house of the Lord, utensils for the service and the burnt offerings, and the pans and utensils of gold and silver. And they offered burnt offerings in the house of the Lord continually all the days of Jehoiada. Now when Jehoiada reached a ripe old age, he died. He was one hundred and thirty years old at his death. They buried him in the city of David among the kings, because he had done well in Israel and to God at his house. But after the death of Jehoiada, the officials of Judah came and bowed down to the king, and the king listened to them. They abandoned the house of the Lord, the God of their fathers, and served the Asherim and the idols. So the wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem, for this their guilt. Yet he sent prophets to them to bring them back to the Lord. Though they testified against them, they would not listen. Then the Spirit of God came on Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada the priest, and he stood above the people and said to them, Thus God has said, Why do you transgress the commandments of the Lord and do not prosper? Because you have forsaken the Lord, he has also forsaken you. So they conspired against him, and at the command of the king they stoned him to death in the court of the house of the Lord. Thus Joash the king did not remember the kindness which his father Jehoiada had shown on him, but he murdered his son. And as he died he said, May the Lord see and avenge Now it happened at the turn of the year that the army of the Arameans came up against him, and they came to Judah and Jerusalem and destroyed all the officials of the people from among the people and sent their spoil to the king of Damascus. Indeed, the army of the Arameans came with a small number of men, yet the Lord delivered a very great army into their hands because they had forsaken the Lord, the God of their fathers. Thus they executed judgment on Joash. When they had departed from him, for they left him very sick, his own servants conspired against him because of the blood of the sons of Jehoiada the priest, and murdered him on his bed. So he died, and they buried him in the city of David, but they did not bury him in the tombs of the kings. Now these are those who conspired against him, Zabad the son of Shemitah the Ammonitess, and Jehozabad the son of Shimreth, the Moabitess. As to his sons and the many oracles against him and the rebuilding of the house of God, behold, they are written in the treatise of the book of the kings. Then Amaziah his son became king in his place. 2 Kings 12 In the seventh year of Jehu, Joash became king, and he reigned forty years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Zibiah of Beersheba. Jehoash did right in the sight of the Lord all his days in which Jehoiada the priest instructed him. Only the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. Then Jehoash said to the priest, All the money of the sacred things which is brought into the house of the Lord in current money, both the money of each man's assessment and all the money which any man's heart prompts him to bring into the house of the Lord, Let the priests take it for themselves each from his acquaintance and they shall repair the damages of the house wherever any damage may be found but it came about that in the 23rd year of king jehoash the priest did not repair the damages of the house then king jehoash called for jehoiada the priest and for other priests and said to them why do you not repair the damages of the house now therefore take no more money from your acquaintances but pay it for the damages of the house So the priests agreed that they would take no more money from the people, nor repair the damages of the house. But Jehoiada the priest took a chest and bored a hole in its lid and put it beside the altar, on the right side as one comes into the house of the Lord. And the priests who guarded the threshold put in all the money which was brought into the house of the Lord. When they saw that there was much money in the chest, the king's scribe and the high priest came up and tied it in bags and counted the money which was found in the house of the Lord. They gave the money which was weighed out into the hands of those who did the work, who had oversight of the house of the Lord, and they paid it out to the carpenters and builders who worked on the house of the Lord, and to the masons and the stone-cutters, and for buying timber and hewn stone to repair the damages to the house of the Lord, and for all that was laid out for the house to repair it. But there were not made for the house of the Lord silver cups, snuffers, bowls, trumpets, any vessels of gold or vessels of silver from the money which was brought into the house of the Lord, For they gave that to those who did the work, and with it they repaired the house of the Lord. Moreover, they did not require an accounting from the men into whose hand they gave the money to pay those who did the work, for they dealt faithfully. The money from the guilt offerings and the money from the sin offerings was not brought into the house of the Lord. It was for the priests. Then Hazael, king of Aram, went up and fought against Gath and captured it, and Hazael set his face to go up to Jerusalem. Jehoash king of Judah took all the sacred things that Jehoshaphat and Jehoram and Ahaziah his fathers, kings of Judah, had dedicated, and his own sacred things, and all the gold that was found among the treasuries of the house of the Lord and of the king's house, and sent them to Hazael king of Aram. Then he went away from Jerusalem. Now the rest of the acts of Joash and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? His servants arose and made a conspiracy and struck down Joash at the house of Milo as he was going down to Silla. For Josachar the son of Shemith and Jehozabad the son of Shomer, his servants, struck him and he died. And they buried him with his fathers in the city of David. And Amaziah his son became king in his place. Psalm 50 The Mighty One God the Lord has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion the perfection of beauty God has shown forth. May our God come and not keep silence. Fire devours before him, and it is very tempestuous around him. He summons the heavens above and the earth to judge his people. Gather my godly ones to me, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. And the heavens declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge, Selah. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. I do not reprove you for your sacrifices, and your burnt offerings are continually before me. I shall take no young bulls out of your house, nor male goats out of your folds. For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird of the mountains, and everything that moves in the field is mine." If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine and all it contains. Shall I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of male goats? Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Call upon me in the day of your trouble. I shall rescue you and you will honor me. But to the wicked God says, What rights have you to tell of my statutes and to take my covenant in your mouth? For you hate discipline and you cast my words behind you. When you see a thief, you are pleased with him, and you associate with adulterers. You let your mouth loose in evil, and your tongue frames deceit. You sit and speak against your brother. You slander your own mother's son. These things you have done, and I kept silence. You thought that I was just like you. I will reprove you, and state the case in order before your eyes. Now consider this, you who forget God, or I will tear you to pieces, and there will be none to deliver." He who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and to him who orders his way aright, I shall show the salvation of God. Matthew 9 Getting into a boat, Jesus crossed over the sea and came to his own city. And they brought him a paralytic laying on a bed. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralytic, Take courage, son, your sins are forgiven. And some of the scribes said to themselves, This fellow blasphemes. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why are you thinking evil in your hearts? Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven, or to say get up and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, Get up, pick up your bed, and go home. And he got up and went home. But when the crowd saw this, they were awestruck and glorified God who had given such authority to men. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting in the tax collector's booth, and he said to him, Follow me, and he got up and followed him. Then it happened that as Jesus was reclining at the table in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were dining with Jesus and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to the disciples, Why is your teacher eating with the tax collectors and the sinners? But Jesus heard this and said, It is not those who are healthy who need a physician, but those who are sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire compassion and not sacrifice, for I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Then the disciples of John came to him asking, Why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, The attendants of the bridegroom cannot mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them, can they? But the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. But no one puts a patch of unshrunken cloth on an old garment, for the patch pulls away from the garment, and the worst tear results. Nor do people put new wine into old wineskins, otherwise the wineskin bursts, and the wine pours out, and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. When he was saying these things to them, a synagogue official came down and bowed down before him and said, My daughter has just died, but come lay your hands on her and she will live. Jesus got up and began to follow him, and so did his disciples. And a woman who had been suffering from a hemorrhage for twelve years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak. For she was saying to herself, If I only touch his garment, I will get well. But Jesus, turning and seeing her, said, Daughter, take courage. Your faith has made you well. At once the woman was made well. When Jesus came into the official's house and saw the flute players and the crowd in the noisy disorder, he said, Leave, for the girl has not died, but is asleep. And they began laughing at him. But when the crowd had been sent out, he entered and took her by the hand, and the girl got up. This news spread throughout all the land. As Jesus went out from there, two blind men followed him, crying out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men came up to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, It shall be done to you according to your faith. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread the news about him throughout all the land. As they were going out, a mute, demon-possessed man was brought to him. After the demon was cast out, the mute man spoke. And the crowds were amazed and were saying, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees were saying, He casts out demons by the ruler of the demons. Jesus was going through all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. Seeing the people, he felt compassion for them, because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest."